Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. I'm Melissa Hyak sitting in for Michelle Martin. Let's start off this trading morning with a market view from Money FM 89.3's Ryan Huang. Morning, that Melissa. <laughs> Okay, so uh, big news out of the US uh, mm. overnight. Let's see if the Singapore market is as happy with uh, the news as the US markets, right? So checking in before I you know, throw it over to you, uh, Singapore market up 0.16% at 3,210 right now. Yeah, pretty much in line with the rest of the region, which is in the green. So markets liking what they saw when I on Wall Street as well as the FOMC. So let's start with the big Narrative here, which is the Fed rate hike, 75 basis points for a second straight month. So pretty much according to the script, uh, so what people are watching out for is what's going to happen next. And this is where Fed Chair Jerome Powell kind of and didn't give some clues to what's to come. So on one side, he says a third rate hike to the tune of 75 basis points could be possible. At the same time, he also hinted later on mm. in the press conference that he is ready to wind down the rate hike path policy uh, trajectory when things um, are appropriate to do so. So mm-hmm. you've got it on both sides. He's a bit of a vague kind of approach here, just giving himself enough wiggle room to leave his options open. Mm-hmm. Maybe just in case uh, we have uh, listeners who are just waking up to the news in the morning, could you give us a revision of what happened on Wall Street overnight? Okay, let's take a look at the Wall Street action. So starting with the headline numbers, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 1.4%, mm. closing at 32,197. Mm. The S&P 500 also rebounded 2.6% up, 4,023. And the tech-heavy Nasdaq was the outperformer, up nearly 4% to 12,032. So the story here is the tech rebound, especially from the likes of Microsoft and mm-hmm. Google. Mm-hmm. And this is after they reported their earnings in the previous session. So not as bad as what people were bracing for. So there was a bit of a relief rally of sorts. Mm-hmm. And you had the FOMC decision. Some people reading into it as not as perhaps hawkish as what they were hoping for with that illusion or that hinting of how Fetcher Jerome Powell might be easing the rate hike path sometime soon. So that also helped stocks to rebound. Mm-hmm. So all in, you had that playing out for Wall Street. And if you look at some of the other earnings coming through, what's worth noting is um, Chipotle, for example, rallied 14.7%, beating expectations, and it managed to hike its prices and pass it on to some of its customers. Mm-hmm. Um, the likes of Texas Instruments rose 6.7%, also beating mm-hmm. earnings estimates. And this was above most estimates from Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And looking at Amazon, that's up more than 5%, despite the recent turmoil in the retail sector, mm-hmm. which came through after Walmart cut its own forecasts mm-hmm. as we saw some uh, possible shifts in consumer spending patterns from those higher margin items like clothing and electronics towards the basic necessities. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a bit of a relief rally going on right now with mm-hmm. what's playing out mm-hmm. overnight. But aside from the immediate reactions, right, um, given the tone from the Fed, that there's a possibility mm. of further rate, rate hikes and then, you know, overnight's uh, aggressive hike. Are we going to see funds in the markets 
flow to more, how would you say, uh, traditionally more uh, stable instruments in a sense? Because the markets, are, although you know, it, you, you have big gains and and you know, it, ca- it can be a volatile sort of instrument mm. to invest in. So you might have people who are more risk averse to want to then, in that case, draw their money out of the markets and and go to more, how to say, stable instruments like uh, perhaps you know, f- or on one extreme, FDs, fixed deposits, yeah. right? On the other hand, perhaps bonds and all that. Yeah, definitely something that could play out, and we've seen this play out many times with the uncertainty in the backdrop and with the rate hikes coming through. To some extent, it was already priced in. People were watching mm, for okay. 75 basis points. So what needed to be done was already done. And I think what's going to happen next is investors will be watching out for the data points coming out. You have to bear in mind that the next FOMC meeting is in two months' time. That's in September. And right now, the expectations going by the futures is um, investors pricing in or expecting a rate hike of 50 basis points. So Mm. on that front, they seem to be expecting that these rate hikes uh, may have peaked already. And the other thing they're watching out for will be what's happening tonight, which is the second quarter GDP data from the US. So if that falls or contracts, it will be a second contraction in a row. So technically... a technically recession. Yeah. But going by what John Powell, the mm. Fed chair says, the US is not in a recession because mm. the US labor market is still quite resilient mm-hmm. and many other metrics that it's tracking does not point to a recession. But mm. maybe the headlines may be enough to drive sentiment lower uh, because when you see the word recession, it drives some uncertainty, <laughs> some fears. People might tighten mm. their purse strings. Also, what's worth noting is the front page of the Business Times has an interesting story with the rate hikes going through banks are raising their borrowing rates and some companies are already cutting back on borrowing Mm. because they will need to pay more to borrow more and that means they will spend less. Mm. So that's Mm. Potential implications for the economy, you know, down the road, uh, with people just tightening their purse strings. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, as people make their investment decisions, you know, the Fed news is just one part of the whole, you know, moving parts, right? <laughs> so, what are the corporate news uh, should we be paying attention to to give us an indication of what's really happening on the ground? Yeah, this week's earnings is really interesting to watch because it gives an indication and a bit of a snapshot of what's happening across many industries, especially in the tech space. And this is a space that has been under pressure for quite some time. We've heard from many companies like Facebook, uh, Google Parent, Alphabet, uh, Shopify, all talking about cutting back on hiring, in some cases, job cuts. And that is with the view of how they have maybe become too ambitious or Mm. overestimated their growth projections. And now with that talk about a recession happening, they are starting to dial back on those plans. Mm. So with Meta's earnings coming through overnight, they reported their first ever quarterly sales decline. Mm. And this is off the back of advertisers cutting the advertising budgets and marketing budgets. So that's not good news for the likes of Meta, for the likes of Snap, which last week pretty much was the curtain raiser to this week's mm. um, headwinds that were are now mm. being seen in the tech space when it comes to ad spending. Mm. So that's going to be potentially something to worsen uh, or get worse if mm. the recessionary fears play out. So Facebook seeing its first decline in many years, mm. in fact, it is something to watch out for because it is also facing a lot of, um, I guess, obstacles trying to mm. monetize its user base. Mm. Many people are getting tired of using Facebook yeah, and they have Instagram. been having yeah. trouble 
attracting new people who are flocking to the likes of TikTok. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, um, I am there, but the way I'm on social media doesn't matter which platform. I'm a stalker. <laughs> I'm a taker, not a giver. <laughs> you know, I just I read what people post. I, I you know look use it as a sort of a, a way to catch up on news, but I don't post. Are you stalking so. me? Uh, sorry. <laughs> so I think um, <laughs> Facebook is still able to mm. um, use your data to yes. figure out what people yes. like to, yes. at some point, yes. but not enough of that's happening. Yeah. So they are just losing out in terms of fighting for that piece of the pie, which is shrinking. Yeah. Yes. And TikTok is gaining a lot of ground. That seems yes. to be where the next generation is yeah. flocking to. Then there's a whole lot of other mm. you know social media platforms that you know people of our generation. I'll lump you together with me. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> but um, you know, that people don't use right. On the other hand, there is one I believe that has a, a rather consistent uh, sort of uh, captive audience. Uh, that would be WhatsApp, which is also owned mm. by Meta, isn't it? Or Mark so Zuckerberg. So it does have yeah. the potential to be monetized, but I, they have not been able to yeah, do so have, yet. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward if they're looking at how to monetize, uh, you know, uh, their platforms. WhatsApp, which has a captive audience, uh, looks like a you know a fertile ground, mm. which I know they haven't succeeded, but they might. Uh, start doing that and it'd be pretty annoying if like when I want to text somebody I have to go and watch uh, an oh, ad or something maybe you think it's a good idea okay mm. <laughs> well I'm sure they'll figure out something to monetize WhatsApp <laughs> don't in listen time to, to Ryan Meta if you're uh, listening to this but this, this show. is um, also something to watch out for in terms of mm. the regulations front for mm. example privacy rules have been changing and tightening mm. so it has made targeted advertising more mm. difficult so for Facebook and other platforms uh, they have been struggling to get over this obstacle as well mm, mm, okay so aside from Meta what other mm. big news uh, should we be looking at alright in terms of earnings we also saw some coming through from the likes of Ford and okay. that is of course the major automaker in the US what's worth noting is it has reported higher second quarter profits. That is off the back of a surge in sales. Mm. And this is despite higher costs. So it has been able to do well despite what I've been hearing, things of everything pretty much going mm. up and the shortages in the semiconductor space. It has also managed to mitigate that and it has confirmed its profit targets for this year. And this seems to be helped by a tight supply of inventory. Um, that is able to give it enough pricing power to just withstand all the other negative pressures. So profit for the latest quarter and June is up 19% to $667 million. And that's off the back of a 50% surge in revenue to $40.2 billion. Mm -hmm. And it's expecting though to see um, cost pressures continue um, to the tune of $4 billion in headwinds related to higher prices for metals and other commodities. So one to watch to see exactly how much pressure they will face in the um, coming year. Okay. Okay. So we probably shouldn't... How much should we read into this piece of news? Is it a bit of an outlier or, you know, what, what should we be taking from this piece? Yeah, I would say... It's a reflection of how some of the stronger companies, if their fundamentals are in place, they would be able to stand out from the crowd. And in this space, mm. I think Ford is able to command that premium. Mm. And everyone, excuse me, would look to Ford for um, the leadership um, in mm. terms of being able to price their cars higher and pass on that premium. It seems mm. like they are able to do so. So if you have your supply chains sorted out, you mm. should be able to 
rise above the rest of the competition. So in this case, uh, it's a reflection of how investors need to be more selective when it comes to stock mm. picking. Mm. It's not just a case of top-down looking at what sectors might do well, but also within the sector, which other companies with more solid fundamentals. So it looks like this whole you know, uh, crisis. I think, can we call it crisis? Am I being alarmist here if I call this a, a bit of a, a financial or economic crisis the world is going through? It could be brewing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a Darwinian sort of period we're going through. We're really, mm. you know, separating the wheat from the chaff. Um, the really strong, back to basics, the really strong uh, companies will pull through, right? Yeah, there's a saying from Warren Buffett, when the tide goes down, you see who's not wearing shorts. <laughs> oh no, please <laughs> remove that visual from me. Okay, but speaking of attire and and, and, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, you have news about uh, the luxury group. Uh, yes. One of the top, the world's top. French luxury group, Curring. So this is with its top brand, Gucci, in focus. They have just reported their second quarter and sales is up by just 4%. So, Melissa, you need to do more. Huh? <laughs> Just up 4%. And this is because of the lockdowns in China. They seem to be one of the most exposed to the Chinese market, especially more than arrivals. And that seemed to have weight on their latest, latest um, earnings. Not enough international tourist flows to buy up all these Gucci bags and everything else that they make. Okay. Um, I think it's a reflection of what's going through in the luxury space as well with the Chinese market pretty much... <laughs> seeing mm. a bit of disruption mm. with the mm. lockdowns resurfacing again. Mm. So that's something that could continue to pose headwinds down the road mm. for the luxury sector. Okay. Well, actually, I don't know about you, but the last two years of the pandemic has, uh, you know, kind of helped me realize a bit of a paradigm shift in my value system in a way. Also, as you know, as with everybody else, I went through a period of like decluttering, you know, um, you know, of, of myself. And, you know, I was looking into the closets because when, when on a day-to-day basis, you don't have a, the time in a way because you don't spend that much time at mm. home. You're always going out. So I finally had the time to dig out, you know, really empty the cupboards, the shelves. And I found stuff in corners of the cupboard that are either only that were either used only once or twice that cost a lot of money uh, or never used at all. And uh, frankly, for clothes, things that I can no longer fit. So, you know, and then you realize also with the pandemic, what's really important to be time with friends, experiences, mm. and those are the things that I think I'll be spending more money on. Sorry, Gucci. Uh, <laughs> but of course, there's you know, things, things that, and, and you think about spending things or, or time and money on things that will appreciate or yeah, people yeah. that will sort of appreciate with time in a way the value to you and your value to them. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a very meaningful assessment. People just um, re-evaluating their priorities, figuring out what's important of value um, and think is... I think that's also just changing Same spending patterns. Same for you? Same for me. You know, what's important, uh, especially after two weeks of tighter restrictions, you start to wonder, you know, what's a priority for me? Should I be investing in myself more, for example, instead of just spending on what I've been spending? <laughs> well, that's- okay. If Warren Buffett's kind of like your, um, someone you, li- you would listen to, then definitely invest in yourself more. Yes. So, okay, I think our producer's telling us that what's important for us right now <laughs> is to make way for the news that could be coming up very soon. So let's take a break. No problem, Mr. I'll see you tomorrow Looking morning again, same to time. It. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much, Ryan Huang, for your market view this morning. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app.
That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.